Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to Product Coffee, a podcast where product professionals from Ibotta share stories, advice, and thoughts on all things product over a cup of coffee. Uh, Grab a cup of Joe and join us to level up your product career 30 minutes at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, Zach LaGreca. Today, it's Jamie Douglas. I'm Britt Wynn. Lou Cirillo. And Kevin Gentry. Today, we're going to talk about conferences. Yeah, how to attend, why to attend, <laughs> all of the things that are involved. Um, have you been to a conference recently, Zach? Yeah, so earlier this year, I went to Transact 2019. So kind of uh, specific to the payments industry. Mm. Um, I actually think that's kind of an interesting thing we can start talking about is like, when you go to choose a conference, what are the different types of conferences that you can select from? Yeah. There's a whole bunch. I mean, there are ones, I think it always comes to go down to a purpose, right? So some conferences are good simply for networking purposes where you want to build relationships. The material might not be that substantiating, but there's that. There's other things where you're actually going to truly learn something and you have a complete learning milestone ahead of it. And some conferences will be built with a lesson plan in mind so you have a takeaway when uh, when you go. I know I'm going to one on the 30th of November that's uh, from my old company that I already kind of booked. And that one um, I'm actually presenting at uh, specifically for publicity for that company. Nice. Which, yeah. Do you want to plug that one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> since we're yeah, probably not, but <laughs> we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I, super yeah. important. I mean, for for me, when you're going to look at what conference you go to for the year, I kind of take in consideration where I'm at in my career. Um, if I'm feeling a little bit like I need to in- increase my knowledge in one space, or maybe if I don't know any something at all, and I want to really start diving into that space for the year. Um, or if I want to speak at one, that's yeah. a nice opportunity to like get a ticket or be able to attend and maybe scare yourself a little bit in front of a crowd. <laughs> it's, it's definitely nice when the company pays for it, too. Yes. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, I think the different types of conferences that I've attended are some have been industry focused. So if you're in like advertising, for instance, and there's a lot of those kind of specific industry focused conferences or there's more like fundamental stuff for your career and it's like product conferences there's a bunch of those as well um there's also like startup conferences where as we know we just put out now last week but uh denver startup week podcast that we uh spoke at and recorded live um that's another type of forum there um but what kind of if we all go around the room and talk about the last conference that we've been at maybe we can talk about why we went and what we got out of it Mm-hmm. Sure. So, yeah, I, like I mentioned, I went to Transact 2019 this year. And so kind of my reasoning for that was um, we we're starting to work on uh, payments products at Ibotta, um, and it was a newer space for me. Um, and so I wanted to kind of learn more about the industry, um, kind of see who some of the other uh, players in the space were and network with 
other companies and other individuals who are also um, doing cool things in that area. And so that's why I chose that particular conference. Um, and uh, it, it was pretty interesting. I, I think um, the networking side of it was probably the, the best part of this conference for me. I was able to meet uh, some interesting folks um, um, like from companies like Google who are also um, you know, maybe disrupting the payment space. Um, so I think networking is one of the, the big things I really look for when attending a conference. Was there a mix of like technology companies and old kind of bank companies at this conference? Or, yeah. yeah. So it was kind of interesting seeing like old school yeah. payments companies. Um, you know, there would be panels talking about the minutia of like payments regulatory stuff. Mm which was a little bit over my head in some areas, but very specific. And there was, you know, whole crowds of people who had been working in that kind of sector for a long time. Mm. Um, and then there was newer, more disruptive uh, technologies. And it was interesting to kind of see those all in the same forum. Mm -hmm. um, and part of events where we were talking about how we disrupt an industry that's been around for a long time um, that has like some really important, you know, pipes laid for how payments function, at least here in the yeah. US. When you're networking at something like that, is there an opportunity to share? Maybe if something you can't share, like how do you do your best networking when it's something that's maybe forward thinking at a company that you're currently at? Mm. Um, yeah, networking is an interesting one. I, I think for networking, just um, be willing to talk to anybody at, like at any point in the conference. A lot of times your most in interesting conversations won't necessarily be like watching a panel, right? Um, it probably will be in the hallway or at drinks, you know, after uh, one of the one of the sessions. Um, so I think the key to networking is just talk to a lot of people, and that can be exhausting after like a full day of conferences to then go and be like, oh, I have to talk to like all these strangers and you know, kind of pretend to be interesting and whatnot. Um, but you are interesting. <laughs> I'm good at pretending. Um, but I think that's the most important part is put yourself out of that comfort zone. Like you're at the conference for a reason. Put in the extra effort, like in between the sessions, after the sessions, because um, you never know who you're going to meet. I, I think that's sort of like the minimum criteria for all conferences. It's even if maybe the content isn't what you expected, or you know it doesn't feel as relevant as you thought. At the very least, you should be able to talk to one or two people who are brand new and maybe carry on some kind of relationship afterwards, or maybe it'll be a stepping stone to another relationship. But it feels like. That's a very um, key point, as you called out, to push yourself out of your comfort zone because it's so easy to eat lunch alone. But <laughs> at the same time, if you can find a group or if you can just say, I mean, the good news is everybody's kind of in the same boat. So there is a little yeah. bit of that attitude of, um, I don't know you, you yeah. don't know me. Like, let's just get together. Feels a talk. little less awkward to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but at least we know we have a shared yeah. um, quality, and that is that we came to this conference. Yeah. Well, it was. There's, I'd have to say there's an interesting thing that I could suggest for people to do is also to look at conferences where you might, as like your position, your title, what you're trying to do, be opposing the general flow. So I used to go, when I was doing a lot of startup work, I would go to investor conferences, not because I was an investor, but because I was a startup seeking capital. And usually they would card against startups getting into some of these events, but I always kind of managed to get my way in there. <laughs> it worked out. Um, but those type of things where you can, be, even if you go to like, you know, a uh, more industry focused one, um, like I would go to blockchain conferences, even though I was in like the energy and utility space, because I thought about it as a tangential technology that mm -hmm. we could mm -hmm. bring in and I yeah. wanted to learn about it, but I would be there. I'd be the energy guy and you'd have all these other people who are like, 
hey, let's talk to that guy because he's doing something cool that could be fun for blockchain. Do you manage to have like a differentiator for yourself yeah. versus yeah. some of the other conference attendees? Well, because if you go to, let's say you go to a blockchain conference and you're like, I'm in blockchain too, it's like, cool, we're already drinking our own Kool-Aid. Yeah. yeah. You know? Be there's, something a little different. There's yeah. that risk of like group think and everyone's yeah. just thinking the same thing already yeah. at the conference. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, the last conference I went to was the Front Conference in Utah. It's around, I think it was like 600 to 800 people. Um, and it was primarily primarily around UX um, and um, just basic product 101, which was um, nice for me because I haven't experienced product out of um, Ibotta yet, so it was nice to sort of um, evaluate my problems here against ones that are, you know, national and international even. Um, So in that way, it was sort of like, are the problems that I have in this vacuum, are they only you know, at, at this particular organization, or how do they actually expand and um, transcend those boundaries? So there was a lot of um, learning about that and, and different ways to approach things. So we've talked before, and reason why we've brought in other people to interview is is in order to get that diversity of opinion and approach. Um, and that's what I was looking for at that conference too, to see like what are some different ways of tackling the same problems. So, so that particular conference sounds like it. Maybe it went beyond just product. Like there was probably UX design. There was, um, yeah. How did you, how did you select like what type of um, uh, talks or symposiums or whatever you went to? Well, that brings up a good point. Um, so this particular conference had a pre-existing schedule, so there wasn't really a self-selecting into you know you have two options at this time. It was basically just like a, a set schedule. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. Um, but. That's a good question for other conferences. You know, when there are so many events, how do you choose mm. which events you know are the most impactful? It's like, how do you make that um, trade-off? Just gotta randomly pick. Actually, one of the fun things that I have with conferences, and I've, I've kind of carried this through, is in the past I won't go to a conference unless I'm speaking at it. And they might sound like an interesting thing to say, like most people wouldn't think about that as an option. But generally, if they're posting out these people, these conferences, they're looking for speakers. And one of the reasons why I generally do that, even if it's just a panel discussion, right? Like, they'll have multiple events during the day, even if it's a 30-minute panel, is because when I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm the best at going up to people randomly in the hallway and being like, hey, that's a nice cup of coffee. Um, <laughs> how's your day going at this conference? I'm not that good at that. I think I'm better when I can speak about a topic and then it kind of actually changes the filter so people find me after that and then that seems to make my conference more efficient and then i can still that jumping off point for a conversation and it's a little less uncomfortable exactly yeah gotcha that's smart Uh, that makes a lot of sense i think we could probably can of worms speaking at conferences Mm -hmm. is like a part two almost yeah Yeah, yeah. there's probably a lot we could get into there definitely well that's like i said the one i'm uh, i think it's 10 or fifteen thousand people in canada in on the 30th nice um so my that I came from the cannabis industry, so my topic there is uh, can't remember the name of it now. Oh yeah, cannabis consumption technologies and their effect on the market. Mm-hmm. So interesting. It'll be a little bit Thanks. boring, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Generally, at those conferences, you have a lot of people in the industry who are very interested in topics that maybe if you weren't going to that conference yeah. would be boring. <laughs> that's why we go to these conferences. We're interested in that stuff. And that's interesting what you said about your schedule when you go to a lot of conferences. A lot of times there's you're double booked or you have things that you want to go to I find that for me when I go to a certain conference I try to set some goals before I go there 
and make sure that I'm kind of ticking off like at least 50% of the things that I know I want to at least expand upon my current knowledge and then mm-hmm. go to the other maybe 50%, something maybe I, I wasn't thinking about before. Because um, you just never know. Sometimes mm-hmm. the titles are also not, yeah. they're kind of vague <laughs> and you're like, I think this sounds like something maybe not in my realm, but yeah. um, I found since going through some of those talks, it's actually a lot different than what they're saying. So yeah. it's nice to do that. I like the idea of setting goals beforehand. Yeah, it's yeah. important. Yeah. What other kinds of goals do you set? Like, apart from, you know, I want to expand on this particular skill set, or maybe I want to meet, you know, 10 people today or something like that? Yeah, I typically try to go around um, any OKRs or anything that you have set with your manager, mm-hmm. um, or something that I'm struggling with myself. Um, a lot of times, so I come from the startup world early in my career, and a lot of times you're juggling um, four or five different roles underneath mm-hmm. one title. Um, so a lot of times I try to do if it's a product specific, um, I'm looking at uh, maybe some engineering things that I can better work with my engineering leads or um, if I have not worked with marketing before, I'm looking for marketing specific. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like finding where my, my gaps are and trying to, to pinpoint those and um, it's been really helpful. So what was the last one you've been to? Um, it's a great segue. I <laughs> did um, Digital PM Summit, which is uh, digital project management specific. So in my beginning of my career, I did a lot of project and product ownership mm-hmm. and product management and account management it's this all-encompassing yeah. sort of role yeah. so I went to that actually three years in a row the last time was in Austin and it was, it's growing I think it's really important especially if people who are in startup worlds or even here that's mm-hmm. you learn a lot specifically to the digital world I feel like a lot of project product management conferences tend to be very specific just around um, tools and, and best practices and process and I think when you get to specific digital world, there's a lot of differences that aren't captured at those conferences. So mm-hmm. for me, it was really interesting to get in uh, kind of the like group mindset that being able to share problems that other people don't really understand because uh, they don't build uh, digital products. So, yeah, it was really fun. The networking there was fantastic. This was probably about three years ago. And I'm still in contact with these people to this day. So oh, wow, yeah. whenever they have, we have a Slack room um, and we still <laughs> talk awesome. whenever there's um, job opportunities or people are moving or going places, like everyone's willing to help. Uh, so it's, And we have kind of first dibs on if we want to speak at these. So Sweet. Yeah. I bonded really hard at karaoke one night with the, <laughs> the person that started it. So I think it's, it's a really nice opportunity to uh, network and to, um, I mean, three years down the road, I'm still working with these people. So. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, and you also brought up a good point in terms of like career growth if if you wanted to you know it's it's a great place to find other jobs if that's what you're looking to do too absolutely yeah. and I like the idea of kind of going a little bit farther with the networking and like creating a slack room where you can like keep in touch with people I had never thought about that but that's a seems like a really good way to keep in touch and as you're kind of opening mm-hmm. doors to potential future career careers or just you know relationships for mentorship opportunities or you know just overall support from other product people it seems yeah. like a really good idea it keeps things a little more light and allows for the friendship to grow in a different way than LinkedIn maybe totally. could give you the opportunity to do so. yeah. do any of you just chat randomly with people over LinkedIn anyone else <laughs> like sometimes twice. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding DMs. not as not, not as much as Slack <laughs> yeah uh, let's see the last conference I went to was called the ArcView Investors Summit um, once again coming from the startup world it was a pitch competition so I went to this event two times over the course of uh, last year. Um, the first one was an event in LA. 
I actually won their grand prize. It was a $50,000 prize for the best pitch award, which was really fun. Um, and right. use that's that. A can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> How There's to give the best pitch yeah. that you win $50,000. Yeah. <laughs> also, product coffee, shark tank style pitch. Yep. Your idea will mm. shelf for like. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I was, I was actually talking to Jody about something like that, like a pitch competition for entrepreneurs. But That'd be fun. Yeah. Anyway, that was, uh, that was the the purpose of that conference was specifically that us raising capital. And so I used that to bolster and ru- uh, get the seed round for our company. So I went into that conference going, I'm going to collect the business card of every single investor here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be following up with them. And like I said, keep, kind of keeping to my roots, like I'm going to get up on stage and present. Um, because like, I can tell you like the before and after would be like, if I was just networking in the room, Oh, Hey, here's what I do. Like, here's what I do. Like it kind of isn't the same as somebody giving a hundred percent focus to your five minutes on stage or your 10 minutes. And that's, you know, where I kind of got a lot of that, um, drive from because it totally changes the flow of the conference after that. Yeah. That's interesting. It just made me think about something when you're meeting people and like gathering business cards, it's kind of nice to have a small elevator pitch or something that, yeah, that you can say because everyone's like, "What do you do?" or "Where yeah, do you work?" and you start refining it over time too. After you start, <laughs> like, like the beginning, you're like, huh, you kind of are wordy and you get yeah. too it's deep like into it. Well, I do this. And I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the elevator pitch actually, even for yourself personally, I, I have to actually think about what a good one for me would be now. That'd yeah. be kind of an interesting maybe follow up. Good exercise. It's like everybody yeah, yeah. come up with your thirty second elevator pitch for how you introduce yourself at a conference. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's good homework. Yeah, yeah. Well. Um, my name's Kevin Gentry, and I make ads that don't suck. That's good. I like it. I've simplified that over time, so <laughs> that's been a workshop. Um, <laughs> see, the last conference I've been was probably Denver Startup Week, but I'm not going to count that because we actually recorded it. <laughs> um, let me try to think. I think the last one I've been to was an ad tech conference for video, a video ad tech conference in Austin, uh, and I can't recall the name off the top of my head, but... Um, there was a panel that, you know, it was kind of like a multi-session. It wasn't a strict schedule, but there was at the same, you know, probably two speaking events happening at the same time. I was talking about video advertising, um, real-time bidding and video space and latency and a lot of that interesting um, world. And that's world I come from previous. Um, so it was more industry-focused. I learned a lot. It made a lot of connections. I think that's one thing I wanted to ask you guys was, did you go with someone else from the company that you were a part of? Like mm-hmm. uh, another salesperson, for instance, because I, I went with a salesperson and it was awesome because <laughs> I had so many that dinners sense. lined up. <laughs> I didn't have to do any of that. Like Gosh, it was, that's a pro tip. One of the sales folks that I worked with had a, a membership to the, was it the Soho house or something in New York? Wow, Is it really swanky? Yeah. Yeah. And, would bring clients there so we had and that that was a lot of fun but anyway um <laughs> highly recommend going with the salesperson <laughs> i didn't Party do that that sounds way better yeah, yeah. yeah. i went by myself yeah, yeah. <laughs> i went alone too yeah so. it's yeah you you have to do a little bit of pitch but then also it's, yeah. it's just nice to be involved with a well, lot of clients a way that i found people too was that um we had a slack channel for that conference and mm-hmm. we had a jobs channel itself and um, people were posting for on behalf of their company, like who was hiring. Mm. So um, I did that, and then was basically like, "Reach out to me if you're interested." I got at least ten people who oh, wanted wow. to talk to me That's and awesome. ask, nice. you know, more about That's Ibotta. Cool. And so it was also a quick shortcut for me to network as well. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I ended up uh, 
getting pretty close with the person there, which was really nice. Um, so someone who I could have meals with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Maybe as kind of a another thing there, if you were going to give a few like must-haves or must-brings or things that you must do for a conference, what would you say your top three are? Salesperson now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, let's see. There was a lot in there. Must-haves, must-brings. I would say, well, okay, as an example, um, business cards. Yeah, well, yes. Mm -hmm. The quickest exchange of information you'll ever have. Yeah. Do you think that's still true in the digital age? I don't know. I, I don't I, think, I think technology so. has replaced it. I don't think there has been no, something that's No, I, I agree. I agree because I, I would, you know, when you're at those conferences, you get a lot of those business cards and you forget who you meet and talk to. And then you're like, I know that person worked at this yeah. uh, company. Is the only thing that retained in my mind. What was their name? Oh, I have their name. Great, yep. I can look them up later and yeah. add them or well, and LinkedIn. Not to promote no. Slack. This is becoming like they <laughs> let's promote Slack. Yeah. Um, if anybody from Slack yeah. listens to us, can you can sponsor? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they that Send was also coffee. a way for me to kind of have a shortcut to business cards. As people who reached out to me or I reached out to them, like I can just look back at that, um, you know. Slack and be like, oh, that's who that was. Yeah, I like, so I like the uh, Slack room if yeah. possible. Yeah. Business cards, I think, are still a must. I think also in in digital, like sometimes having tangible things is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think the elevator pitch is another great one. Yeah. Like, that's not Definitely. a physical thing, yeah, but having go. a good pitch of who you are, where you work, you know, where you work, what your goals are at that conference um, will help you find like-minded people who might also be interested in similar stuff. So I think those are kind of the key things. Yeah. I think come with good questions um, when you do meet someone of interest. Um, questions that would grasp their attention or, like, further conversation, um, if you would like that to happen. Um, for instance, like, we met, we wanted to have a relationship with this company um, that was doing video advertising at the time and wanted to learn more about how their technology works. So got to meet their CTO. So I was starting to ask him, more technical questions and had that kind of in the pipe ready to go so that we can further that conversation and it wasn't such a casual conversation like hey i'm this person cool bye like it was more like we can talk about a specific topic that they cared about that's cool actually to your to your kind of joking point there like hey this good person mm -hmm. bye or whatever else it is one of the things i always suggest people do when you get the business cards or whatever else it is before you go to sleep that night Send everybody an email that mm, you had ups, yeah. for Ooh, that day within twenty, like within twenty four hours. One, yeah. it, it always impresses somebody when you take the time to to do that. And two, now they're in your email inbox, and so yep. you can search their name, and you've already gotten rid of that, like, you know, oh, I lost all the cards from the conference. Right. Whoops, I left them in my pocket and washed my jeans. Totally guilty. <laughs> you're nice. I, feel like you're calling, I feel like you're just calling me out here, but that is a really good idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 And also, like, the more time fills up, the more awkward it feels. Yeah. You're like, I yeah, don't know totally. if I should reach out. and just gets worse and worse. Hey, so. remember that conference from, like, five <laughs> years ago? I, we totally did this. <laughs> now I need you. Yeah. I thought you could do also on the cards. I used to do sales back in the day. On the card, you can just write, like, four or five things on the back of it yeah, that's when really you're face-to-face mm -hmm. -face so that when you are writing email or going to LinkedIn, you can you remember, remember, remember who, it is. who it is. Because yeah. a lot of times for me, even from morning to nighttime, I'm like, you meet so many people sometimes. Yeah, like, I, yeah a few brief reminders of like who this person was exactly. is a great idea. Very Sending an email is impressive and puts it in your inbox. I think that's another great Idea. Bringing you swag also from your company has been helpful yeah. for me. If you have swag, they remember swag. you. Yeah. Um, it's true. 
I also think the one more thing that we we haven't really touched on is like the follow up. So like assigning yourself some kind of deadline to either share it with your team, with your company, or you know whatever that key you know takeaway that you had was was just to make it actionable. Yeah. Um, I think putting a deadline on it as much as even though that's painful, uh, it'll make it so that you actually do yeah. follow up. Yeah. yeah, that's my biggest thing for me because I always. A lot of the part of the going to a conference or convincing a manager that you want to go is you're going to share it out to mm-hmm. your team. So for me, when I'm at a conference, I'll start like a Google Doc and mm-hmm. take key pictures of slides so I'm not just heads down taking notes. And um, I like to like annotate it or mark it for relevant things that I want to bring back um, because you can get into 20 pages worth of mm-hmm. notes and just trying to decipher through that when you get back. It's yeah. work. Do you cherry pick information that you got and present that out or do you try to like stick with one person's particular talk that you want to share? I tend to mark, like, these are the things I think are interesting or relevant, and when I get back, um, I have a meeting with everyone and kind of have a a whiteboard discussion or kind of let people vote on what would be the best topic for them, because what I feel like could be important may not be as important to them, so Mm. I make sure I try to capture as much as possible, um, but really um, let the team kind of decide Mm -hmm. what we're going to present on. Any um, advice on finding conferences? That's a good one. Google. Ask Google. Google. <laughs> <laughs> I think ask Listen your manager to too. Yeah. 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 They might have perspective, not not just knowing about conferences, but they might be like, this is one I think would be good for you, given where you are at your Skill career. Skill sets. And yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Going to meetups too, and then um, mind the product. They did a lot of product tank meetups. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to run some of those back in the day with Jody. Um, but they have a lot of conferences throughout the United States and worldwide. So that when you go to meetups, a lot of times people, you think of conferences that you didn't even know existed. Yeah. So you can start kind of diving in on Google and if it's pertinent to it. Yeah, I mean, do. that's a perfectly brilliant point. I'd also say in there too, like if you have an objective that you're trying to, you know, get, let's say it's a particular piece of learning. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're in engineering and you want to go to a scrum conference, or learn more about agile development. You can search, and there's 50 million of them. Yeah. I was going to say one of the other things too is like, it's all. It can also be good to practice by going to a local event, even if it's a meetup group, even if it's this or that. Just to like, if you haven't done a conference before, and you don't really know what to do. Mm. Find like a local like business meetup thing, and just get yourself familiar with, you know, exchanging information and like, yep. you know, how to network with people. Mm-hmm. It'll make it'll make it way less intimidating when you go to your first bigger conference. It's also a lot cheaper if you have hurdles getting budget approved or if you're like doing it on your own dime. Like I think that's a great way to kind of test those waters. So a lot of great ideas. Let's do like a quick recap of kind of the the key things about conferences um, for our listeners before we wrap with homework and uh, and yeah. Um, So networking, big one. Make sure that you... Um, enter a conference ready to talk to people, to get to know people, and um, push past that discomfort because it's natural, but it'll help you only in your career. Yeah, and setting goals and intentions before you go, making sure you're prepared with physical stuff as well as your elevator pitch before you go. Yeah, well, I'll echo that. Elevator pitch, business cards, follow up within 24 hours. Yeah. Take notes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so, uh, I think some homework for our listeners could be um, 
first of all, develop a 30-second or less elevator pitch about yeah. yourself, you know, what you're working on, what you're passionate about. It could vary depending on where you're at in your career, but kind of craft that so you have a really compelling, quick story to tell people so that they know what you're interested in and how you guys might be able to connect. Um, and then I think the other thing is um, find... Uh, maybe two conferences that look appealing to you and uh, look for one that is industry specific. So if you're interested in blockchain or if you're interested in ad tech or something else, find something industry specific and then also domain or kind of expertise specific. So that could be product, that could be startups. Um, so I think that those are kind of two good things you can start on uh, in terms of homework. Other than that, rate, subscribe, five yeah. stars. Sponsor us. Sponsor Send us, us coffee. Yes, please. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks for listening to Product Coffee. Now go level up. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Just go with the don't flow. Don't mess that up. Don't mess it up. Just go with the flow, but don't mess it up. Don't worry about it. All right, let's go.